Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Misfit Toys. Hey, how are you? You're good? Good. Well, this opening is going to be short today because I just did the podcast last night, so there's not much to say except uh, we had a family show with Duncan, and um, I've been not going into the studio as much because I, I, my leg, I have three more weeks exactly until my leg is in this, out of this boot, and I can use it again. And, uh, I can't wait. I don't go back into the studio that much now because it's... If I wait the six weeks and never use my foot after the the boot comes off, I go pretty much right back to walking. He said everyone's a little scared at first, the doctor, but he goes, then you just there's not much rehabilitation. You just have to stay off of it. So... Um, I don't want to do anything stupid. You know, you make one stupid little move. I did go into the studio last night, and as much as so, it was so much fun to be in there, but when I left and, you know, I had a little bit of fresh air, it was like getting out of there on the crutches was like getting back into the house was a little bit, uh, a little bit scary. But um, three more weeks. I know we have some good guests coming up. Um, and uh, get the band back in there, all that stuff that I like to do. All right, well, that's enough. Enjoy the show. And um, Joe McKenzie. Well, by the way, everybody, I think it's Joe McKenzie's having his birthday soon. It's like six months from now, so we want to get our presents. We start buying him his presents and sending him his presents. I'll give you his home address next week. Don't worry about it. Joe would love you to have his home address. And if you live in Portland, once I give you the home address, stop by his house. Beep your horn. Drop off cookies. He'll love it. Oh, he will love it. 
he'll go, come on in, sleep over. Him and his wife are just always love podcast guests to spend the night. All right. That's it. You're now joining the Todd Glass Show. Already in progress. You're right. It is gold. Wow. Man, Duncan, that was... There's a reason. Right in the cold opening. It's very... Here's what happens. People are listening. And then I said, now you join the Todd Glass Show. Already in progress. And then the first thing you hear is something about gold. And Me and Duncan, we were talking before the show started. And I said, should I just press record? Because sometimes that's what Aristotle does. He goes, Todd, this is gold. And I feel bad. They miss gold. Would yeah. You, should, should, it was gold, right? I mean, yeah. You don't need to get into it. No, no, no. But the stuff, the stuff that they didn't hear, oh. that was a whole podcast was some, in itself. That was some, like, what the fuck? Yeah. The things you were saying, well, that the really stuff did. You it were was life-changing. Because that was the Thank thing. You. Is like you, you put Thank the ball you. on the tee, and I took a swing at it, sure. But, like, yeah, it, but was, it took, was a true... It was a true back and forth that we were building. Uh, it's like the best improv where, you know, one yes. person does something and then you build on it. Yes. Because I was trying to say it, and then when you said it better. Remember I said to you, I go, you, I, you said it better. We were having so much yeah. fun. Wow. That could have been a whole show, though, too. Like, that we could have sold been. that. We could have sold that. We could have sold that right there. Chop it. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, that's a wrap. Yeah, just in the initial meeting, that, just that, in room. We that, would get a green light in room. That 20 eight episodes talk we to had. series. Yep. Aristotle would have pressed play. Me and Duncan were going at it for 20 minutes. We were, and then we were laughing. Oh. And, oh. <laughs> remember when you, I don't even want to, but remember? <laughs> Come on. No, you're, I'm just looking at your faces. Yeah, thinking yeah. about it. Who would think a. I know, I a know, cube I know. of ice. A cube of ice would lead to all of that. All right. Well, anyway, let's get to the show. Oh, boy, I wish we would have gotten that. So, anyway, let's come in nice with a nice theme. Okay. Don't we have something nice? And, by the way, Joe McKenzie, let's take... Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe McKenzie. Joe and Duncan and I would like to say a few words to you. We think that you are just a very nice person. And you're very good at jingles. And you're very good at jingles. And that's the least of what... I mean, the, the jingles are... I mean, yeah, that's, that's the bare minimum. That's that, scratching the surface. That's bro- But then there's that's you... That's the tip as, of the that's iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. That's, that's the uh, gateway, as they say. The gateway's the jingles. Everyone's like, oh, okay, I like the jingles. But then you get to know Joe McKenzie. And then that just opens oh, up the floodgates. Oh, and can I tell you something? I gotta tell you, this is in my head. We haven't even started. What do we call this? Cold open. Cold open. That's what's nice about having someone that's done this. Especially show. in this heat wave. Are you kidding me? Come on, <laughs> folks. <laughs> it was uh, so hot. Oh, it was so hot. Anyway, um, my ice so we, uh, your mom is listening to the show. There's a 98% chance. Do you try to high? How will she find out? Oh, that I'm on the show? Yeah. I, I usually tell her. Oh, I'm just so, like, hey, I'm going to be on it. And then she'll go out of her way. Like, I'm pretty sure she listens day she, of. She's time. listening right now. Most likely. Most yeah. likely. She's listening right now. She's right there. She's listening. So, hello. To this part specifically. To this part specifically. Well, because you probably said, Mom, 32 and a half minutes yeah, in. Yeah. You don't got to waste your time. You know, Todd. Up we did front. some gold, but then now what about this that, stuff? Yeah. You know, uh, well, we, I talked about it. Well, we we just uh, right. 
we... <laughs> but I, me. You talk about it, yes. Right, sure. That's the whole thing. Uh, she's like, what are they talking about? They're the talking gold. in code, Duncan. Duncan. The gold. Duncan, it's your mother. Oh, what were you... Hello. What, I listened to the show. Hello, hello, Mom? Hey. Yeah, hi, Duncan, it's your mother. Hi. What was... Were you talking in Hey, you're looking... Hey, you know what? You're looking healthy right now. Thank man. you. So, how do you think I'm doing so far? I'm happy you got your new job as well. By the way, I just had... I want to say it out loud. You'll totally get why my mind drifted, because you could tell it did. The, the fake phones were on. Yes. And I'm wondering... I remember Aristotle always saying, don't have them on, because then it could pick up oh, the quiet, shitty sound. So I'm glad I realized it. Maybe uh, the show... Can I talk about, Duncan, can I talk about one thing before we do the opening? I'll allow it. I'm getting, I don't know if people are like giving up on me, like, you know, as far as the sound on the show, but I feel like, obviously, I get the joke. It's been a long time, and some of it's legitimate. We've had to rebuild the studio. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there's been, it's been a, it's been a struggle. <laughs> I wish we had Andy, Andy uh, Frasco's song, Struggle, to play. Andy Fresco, but I feel I'm so close, and I just want to say this, people. Like I know I sound well. Plus, I mean, in your defense, there has been iterations. As someone who's been along the journey, there's definitely been iterations in terms of setup and like, like you're saying, not even just the studio setup, but like the actual equipment being used. Yeah. So like, there's always it's always in flux, but it's also not that bad. I have echo <laughs> on, I'm sorry. And then thank you. I think I hope. I hope. There by the way, there've been episodes I made uh, where we had a really good time and I made the choice to get rid of it because I yeah. thought no, it's too, it get, the badness gets in the way. Other times but and it happens him, to every podcast too. It does. It does. Some less, some less. But but, but it still happens. It does. Like, it does. Even the quote-unquote best of the best with like huge budgets like it happens. Things happen. But I have him coming back one more time. And that's why I wanted to turn the air off before the show, because I wanted to go, does that sound the air? Because I turned it off, turned the air, no air, no fan, just sitting in the studio, you obviously know. And then we, we did a fake show, you know, just a test, a little test. And I heard this hum in the background. So that's how I know he needs to come out still, because I can now definitively on the phone go, yeah. no, no, it's not the AC. I I've never done that yet. So, but in a way that makes me feel good. We're like, okay, it's not the AC. We ruled out that. I know he's going to come here. Could take him two hours. He's going to figure it out. And, you know, he'll find out, oh, the high end was too up. So my hope is that we're 90% there, 80, and we're going to go that last 20% in the next month. Do you, do you want me to uh, do a bit where I'm the audio guy who actually doesn't know what he's talking about, but he lied on the resume and got the job, and this, he was sent out for his first gig and was to help you uh, figure out what's wrong with your audio board? How about if I call him on the phone? Okay. What if I call but, him but basically, I, I'm in over my head, but yeah. you're calling me, um, asking me if I know what I'm like, what the issue is. Hello? Hey. Hi, Todd? Hi, is this yeah, Todd? Yeah, I got, I got your number from, uh, who can I give a shout out to? Yeah, I got your number from Vinny. Oh, from Vinny, great. Yeah, yeah, you no. Know Vinny? Yeah, um, actually, yeah, I actually helped out uh, his uncle. I helped out with his car stereo system. I'm kind of like a. I guess, audio expert, you can oh, call cool. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you calling. No, no, totally. I'm just here to help, and, you know, um, whatever it takes, whatever, hey, look, well, hold on. Uh, the only thing I want to say is, like, um, I, I don't, I want to be transparent. 
And the thing is, is some of this is going to cost a lot of money. But I, I hope that's not an issue. I, I, I want to do it right. That's the, the thing. I don't want to do it fast. I don't want to. The good thing. I don't want to pull one over on you. The good thing about this is that you became very highly recommended. It's okay. Not that you mind spending money. It's that you mind if you're not getting your value. No, you want it done right. You want to pay yeah. a premium price for a premium job. Yeah, and then when that happens, you're always thrilled to pay the extra money. Okay, so. so no, no, I, we, I, yeah. You're going to be able to get. Would you mind doing me a favor? Uh huh. Would you mind? You're on your car right now. Are you close by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I can swing by. Come on into the studio if you're close by. Okay? Cool. Can right, you can you in. drop a pin? Can you drop a pin and then uh, I can just show up there? Yes. Great. Okay. There we go. Hey, thanks for coming into the studio. Oh, this is it. Yep, perfect. You gave me uh, the exact location, and here I am. And uh, what did you say the issue was? I get, I'm getting like a hiss. Okay. Okay. So and it's like it's like. So, so I'm sure it's... Is that like a silverback snake, or are you doing more of like a teapot? Oh, I don't... No, can you kind of specify that hiss for a, me? A teapot? Well, I just need to know, because you know, sometimes a teapot can be like... But then also a snake can be like... And I just kind of need to know the difference in the frequency, because like, that can make a huge difference in me diagnosing the actual issue. No, thanks a lot. Listen, I appreciate you, you you taking the time to come down. Yeah, That's yeah. What I would do with this guy in real life. I would, I would get rid of him right away. I'd be like, but you don't act like there's a problem. You go, man. Well, thanks so much for coming down here. I probably overly tip him because I feel so bad. Well, wait, wait. Are those gold cables? Because if you don't, don't have the know. gold cables, you're gonna want to upgrade those because that's actually part of the connection. Yeah, but where am I gonna uh, the buy connectivity? them? Uh, actually, um, you sell them. I have I have a couple in my car. I brought with me. Uh, it's actually. Part of the whole process here. So, like I said, it might be kind of expensive. The cables are $45 per foot, uh, but they're effective and they have a 12 year guarantee. I'm not interested. All right. I'm sorry. I feel bad. I feel no, no, like no, you're no, a little no, no. pushy. That's, no, that's I fine. I feel like you're a little pushy. Uh, just uh, please tell Vinny to feel uh, delete Vinny? my number. Wait, why do you bring up Vinny? You told me he recommended me. Oh, he me did. That's right. You. Thank you. I forgot about that. Oh, well, you know, Vinny, between me and you. Yeah. Oh, you deleted his number, too? Yeah. All he wants to talk about is that big orange board in his living room. Something He painted a board, like a piece of paneling orange. Oh, it's, I never realized how nice it was till I was laying on the ground and, you know, or I, oh, I saw it from the kitchen angle. By the way, I told him to well, do that. Well, I was going to say, that sounds great, and I want to hear more. Um, no, there's I'm a really cool spot more. around the corner. Do you want to grab a bite to eat? Wait. I don't know. Uh, I'm still the audio guy. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, you know, I'm a little... Thank you so much for asking, but I'm a little busy. <laughs> am, I doing it, am I doing the wrong thing? I feel like I'm going in the wrong direction. Is there any truth to that? Run, 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 wow. run, from, run the from the bit. Run, 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 the bit. Run, from the bit. Run, from the bit. Run, from the bit. Run, from the bit. Run, the bit. Run, the bit. Run, from the bit. Run, He's on the phone, the guy from the, the Podcasters Association, Besto. Hello. Hi. Is Hi. This, 
the Hello? guy from the thing? Uh, yes, this is Lester Furman. I am the oh, uh, my head God. of the podcast. I have a feeling I know America. why you're calling, and I'm very excited. And, well, as much as it pains me to say it, Todd. Why does it pain you to say it? Because I'm just so used to saying it. That was the best cold open we've heard this entire oh, year. Thank you so much. That's 17 years in a row, and the year is That was 20. a 12-minute cold opening. 35. <laughs> 35 what? 2035. He was calling from the future. Oh, he's calling he from the future. Such great. Look, wow. I'm not perfect. <laughs> Sometimes I have to run from the door. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and then. You know, I'm not perfect. Like, you took responsibility. So anyway, Vinny, um, I told him, I said in his living room, truth, I said, paint a big piece of four by eight. You get it at Lowe's. It's like smooth brown. There's no lines in it. I said, just paint it orange, any cool color. Hang it up. This huge wall, easy, cheap. And I said, if you want to have like a friend in the lower right-hand corner, like uh, quote anything, write a saying they like, a line from a song, and that's it. Big orange, right-hand corner. Caller, are you there? No, no, I want to open the show. Let's open the show um, with the song. Don't we have a song? What do you want? I want a new Todd Glass show. How come? It's just the bits Todd gave. Is that all right? Well, it's the number one podcast. Ooh, bop, 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 shalang-a-lang-a-lang-lang. What do you want? I want a new Todd Glass show. How come? It's just the bits Todd gave me. Is that all right? Well, it's the number one podcast. Ooh, bop, 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 shalang-a-lang-a-lang-lang. What do you want? I want a new Todd Glass show. How come? It's just the bits Todd gave me. Is that all right? Well, it's the number one podcast. Ooh, bop, bop, bop. Everybody. Oh, I just think I had a panic attack. Took my show was horrible. Like, I go, what, what if people are like, oh, I had enough. I could do the same thing. I go, all right, it's a real show, everybody. Like, it's enough with that shtick. I'm going to just start being more real. No bullshit anymore. Yeah. I just we gotta, talk. Yeah. Like, we're off. You know, we're not boring off the podcast, but let's just... And then, I, then one minute later, I'm like, no. I love the bells and whistles. If it's not for these bells and whistles, then there is nothing. You know? My mom left me a message the other day. I'm going to start playing them on the podcast. Nothing important, nothing worthwhile. I'm just thinking of you, and uh, I just thought I'd call and say hi. So give me a call. Bye. Is there another one? Hi, I guess you're up and about feeling okay. I was just calling to check on you. Give me a call if you feel like it, or if you have the time, whatever. Bye. There you go. I knew I'd want to play them on the podcast, so then they're just, I'll be glad I have them. Yeah. Because she maybe has 20 years tops, and then (laughs) everyone in her family. My aunt lived to be 150. Oh, my 
my aunt lived to be 150. Wow, look at me. My aunt's so my impressive. Aunt, so don't we have mumble? Oh, oh I oh, live. Oh, my aunt, my, she my, so she's much so longer. old. Oh, your aunt oh, lived to be my family 35. lives to be oh, old. No, They're, dude, we're just something so great about us. Oh, no, I yeah, guess it's no. just something in our DNA. Oh, it's we're so great. Oh, us? It's a 23 My grandmother lives to be 102. And it turns out my aunts are really old. I feel like saying to these people, my grandmother died when she was 15. <laughs> Does that even make sense? You know, it'd be funny to say that to someone because you have to do a lot of math, even though your instincts want to go. Mean, yeah, no way. She would have to have a teen pregnancy, but then your oh, mom, your mom would be born when she was like fourteen or fifteen. Then maybe your oh, so it died. could be. It's technically possible. How about she? It's my, not ideal. My it's, mom died <laughs> at five years old. No. <laughs> yeah. Why? What am I talking about? Not my mom died. That's not that the point. The other one was if you say my grandmother, there's more like math 15. to do with the grandmother. Mom, you get no. We can no way. But with the grandmother, well, it's, a, it's the same math. Like they have to be of a birthing age. Right. I get. Ooh. <laughs> so then, when you break it down, it's a horrible thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a horrible thing to think about. Joe McKenzie, we love you, and uh, we love everybody. I love you. What more do you need? I give you everything I got. Wanna wanna do me a favor? We'll call this the cold call. I wanna apologize. Duncan, uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna apologize. All right. That show that I just did, throw it out. I'll tell Aristotle just do it in do it in the opening as like a Todd was just going the wrong way. He, yeah. he he's not being professional anymore. And then that's just free. That was it's free. The prelude. It's the pre Oh Duncan, thank you. That's the prelude. To the cold open. Now, we, uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to come in. I'm going to, I am truth going to come in this way. And I'll tell you why. It gives me a chance to sit here. And I might, I might want to get a cup of coffee. But no, not yet. Oh, my God. Look at me. Um, <laughs> no, we don't need this yet. We don't need this yet. This, Duncan, as a favor. This is still the cold opening. Okay. Here's what we did. I'm extending the cold opening yeah. because that wasn't, that shit. Other shows, you worked on other shows. Now, what do they do when they drop a pile of shit like that? They just That's That's a, like a whole season. Oh, There's yeah. like, we're done recording for a month. Wow. <laughs> They're just like, no. It's so funny because you're telling me like everything. Else. Oh, no. No, for them, that's like, I'll okay, we'll you. chop that up. Yeah, I'll see you in October. Me, I throw it out. I call it throwing it out as long as you redo a cold opening of the proper length. It's not yeah. like I'm going, well, he's not throwing it out. Todd's using it. We're hearing it. Yeah, but also I'm giving you new. It's not yeah, like yeah. now. The now show. this now. is new. That's the thing is all the content from here on out is going to be new. Now it's all <laughs> That was all the old content you just heard, but all of this is new. I got to tell you this because if I didn't, it's important to know. I won't stop doing it. It's fun. But I did have the realization that what I think is funny on this podcast is what Trump does. It's all <laughs> self. Oh, yeah. People are talking about how great the show is. Our new show is everything's great. People are saying it's always yeah. all promo self-promotion. And then it's the I, best. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, people are. No, they were saying, saying the Todd Glass show. Strongly. It's back. It's better than ever. There were people. Even people we haven't hate seen the it show. before. The likes we haven't seen before. He loves saying in the likes. I guarantee. I was. He. He always thought Frankly. one day in the likes, there will be another one. You haven't seen the likes. He thinks it makes him look presidential. 
Anyway, listen. Oh, by the way, I think if you're going to do Trump, I used to respect that. No, I'm half kidding, half serious. But I used to respect that a lot of the shows, and I don't think it happened accidentally, didn't make a big deal about the hair. Because that's not what was bad about him. Yeah. They make fun of, and they were actually, his hair looked better sometimes on SNL than it did in real life. Yeah. I'm like, now, if you're doing the hair, it's got to be like cotton candy with big orange, literal orange makeup. Yeah. I've seen two people on TikTok doing that version of it. I'm like, yeah, that's what it needs to be. You need to parody something. So now all bets are off. I think the hair should be like, I'm not kidding, like just fucking absurd orange makeup, big time orange makeup. And, uh, and the hair has got to be like literally two feet in diameter, like just huge. Otherwise, you're not doing me any huge. favors. Just huge. Just huge. Hey, by the way, can I ask you a favor in the cold opening? Of course. This is a clip of a kid on TikTok. He's so goddamn cute. He tells his mom, he, he just, he's like this little fucking brilliant genius. He goes, oh, mom, in his voice, um, uh, you're so nice. She goes, well, why? Because you clean my room. You're so nice. I'm like, oh, I just want to, he's such a little, like a brilliant little man. And he's like three, four years old. So this is him, an isolated clip of him you're telling. You're so smart and big. Because he thinks and big. And smart and you're so big. And you're smart and you're so big. So w me and Vinny figured out big to him, he wants to be big. So the fact that his mom is big is like, you're so big and smart. So that's like a compliment. Meanwhile, from an adult, you wouldn't want to tell someone, Duncan, you're so big. Oh, thank you so no, much. No, you really God. are. You're so Anything big. Anything else? You're so big and you're so smart. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. You're really big. No, Todd, stop. You're going to make play, me blush. Play that one again. You're going to make me blush. No, you're, you're really... You're so smart and you're big. So, you're no, so Duncan Yard. Todd, You're come smart. And smart and ah. you're so big. You're big, too. And you're smart and you're so big. This is me and my son, and we're just here to tell you that we want to tell you the you're truth. So no. You're so smart and big. Tell him. No, you're so... And smart and you're so big. And you're so big, Duncan. I would take one of those. Duncan, we're here to say... We, Stop. Lo we love Stop. you. I'm you're embarrassed. So, I'm you're embarrassed. so smart, Duncan. You're so I, smart honestly, and big. You, I hate this. And you're I hate so this. big. It's and too smart much. And you're, so, and you're big. so big, Duncan. And you're smart and you're Duncan. so well, big. Well, because you're really Duncan. cutting to the core of me, though. Duncan, let me tell you something. That's, what I'm, that's why I'm trying to project I know, to people. I know, I know. You're, you're so smart and big. You really are big, Duncan. You're big. And smart and you're so big. You are big. And you're smart and you're so big. Oh, my God, you're so smart and you're so big. You don't. Can you take a compliment? <laughs> I just picture me and my son, and we both, you're our neighbor. We come over to tell you, hey, Duncan, you're so, you're really you're so, so big. You're so smart and it's like, big. Well, I'm hey, like, Duncan, I'm your neighbor. I, I want to say you're, you're and so you're big. So big. I'm just 5'11". That's not smart bad. And oh, you're no, you're so big. big. Ask my son. No. Like, Ask my I'm, son. I'm honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm like the definition of like average. You're so uh, smart and big. We just want to let you know we I'm think like you're 5'11", big. I'm like 190 pounds. And smart and you're so big. I'm so smart. And you're smart and you're so big. I mostly just regurgitate the things I consume. Like, I, I don't know if I'm You're so smart. smart and big. Somebody and said this. This came out smart of the child's you're mouth. So big. Looking up at his and mom you're with smart these huge and you're so big. Play, let me play it again. I won't interrupt it. This huge, this adorable You're so face. smart and big. And... And smart and you're so big. And you're smart and you're so big. He doesn't know he's being recorded. And by the way, I'm okay with... Ooh. 
This bottle of water is in my way. Thank you for that. Anyway, so let's open the show. I'm going to let you pick the opening. Hey, Duncan. Uh Uh-huh. Here's how we open the show. Duncan Perry is our guest, everybody. His mom is listening. Wow. Duncan on the Todd Glass Show. It's Duncan. He's on Twitter, you know. I'm at Duncan Carey. Spell with three R's. Just keep Duncan on. I almost just went to get up to walk. Oh, yeah. That's not. This makes me scared. Keep an eye on me. <laughs> Keep an eye on. Oh my God! Can you imagine? I'm doing so. Should we good. get like a dog fence for? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's the next edition. I thought about that. I said, why? Like, what if I get out in the middle of the bed in the middle of the night and I walk on it? I can't walk on it. It's like we. It's like having a. It's like. It's not broken, but they, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what they did. You just can't you put just, pressure no, it would on be it. Yeah. Do, do do horrible damage. Yeah. To just take one step on it at this point. Three weeks later, okay, but it, it get, obviously every day gets yeah, less yeah, and yeah. less dangerous. But anyway, that was like six days in. But that but is anyway. a fun concept, just it to is. think of dog fences set up for you to like, around my bed. Yes, yeah, like a baby's bed. <laughs> you know, you put a high side on it. Because what if I'm not thinking in the middle of the night? I told Cam Kavinsky that. I go, because I was a little nervous. Because, you know, I go, what if I just wake up and I don't think and I step out of bed? He goes, have you done that yet? I go, no. He goes, well. <laughs> and that sort of calmed me a little. Because yeah, yeah. that's a realistic worry. You know, my friend said it's like when he got LASIK and he had to put bandages on his eyes and he goes, oh, my God, if I do one scrape, I could fuck this up. So he taped, he taped his, he taped his. So he chopped his head off? He chopped his <laughs> <laughs> No, just to be, you know, to, to cover Yeah, all yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Better so, safe than uh, sorry. Let me hear your song. The other one? No, the, the, all, that one again. We're going to listen to them both. Oh, okay. Really, we're going to try to make them even better. Add in the background sound. Duncan on the Todd Glass Show. It's Duncan. He's on Twitter, you know. At Duncan Carey, spelled with three R's. Just keep Duncan on. Duncan Carey on the Todd Glass Show. Thank you. Todd Glass Show is professional, so it's time to go to commercial. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, let's have a real show. No bullshit no more. All right, yeah. I got two great songs to play today. 
Wow. Like one from Tom Jones, like later, much later. But I just, this is a great song. It's a tribute to his wife. Or he's singing it to his wife. I don't know if it's a tribute to his wife. I mean, if you're doing it right, every song is a tribute to your wife. Right. Or significant other. Right. Admit it. You got to admit it. Um, I want to play this. I think it's important. And I'm, and I want to hear your take, and I want to hear your, you know, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me on this, um, but you're going to still have to say it in a different way. Um, but you know me, I, I'm, I don't agree with all the, you know, I don't even, I'm just saying like the bullet point because I don't need to say it because you've heard it, but just to tell you, um, the, uh, I think a lot of, I think more comedians complain about people complaining. Yeah. Without even knowing what they're complaining about, I think it's more on that end. Yeah, there are, you know, it's like I don't hear a lot of people. Most people saying, "Don't do stand up." It's like they they say something and the people, uh, they 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 argue. They go, "That's not nice. That's not it's, good." It's comedians complaining about people saying their jokes aren't good. Is what it really comes yeah, down to. But they they try and gussy it up and like I'm some truth teller or something. It's right? Just like, no, people are just saying that joke sucked. Yeah, it's like some lot. people might like it, but like an overwhelming amount of people are saying, no, this like isn't good, this right. isn't funny. It's like, okay, that's not people overreacting, that's just you not writing a good joke. Right. And, and even if it is, I don't, it's not that I think the audience is always right. I also am aware, me and you are big fans of Neil Hamburgers, so we no one could, yeah. I, I will comfortably say, certainly we're in a league of people that get, you know, um, that... Uh, Words aren't the issue. It's how you use the words. Yeah, what was I... No, no, no. What was I going to say about uh, that knowing that all people... Oh, to ignore the audience to do... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The audience isn't always right. right. And yeah, then, they're not yeah. always right. But the, but the thing is, that's important too. But it is just important to say they're not always wrong. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. think a lot of times the outcry, you're like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. So anyway, that, that's not the point. The point is that... Yeah, I do think... I think it's... M it's it's this this thing that Ricky Gervais says to me is so untrue. Now look, are there people that go, oh, uh, I, I, they shouldn't be able to say it and they shouldn't be able to do comedy? Yeah, but it's a, such a small slice. Most people are just going. It's usually a social joke. It's not like it's usually that joke about a toothbrush. Really, no one. If it's about yeah, a toothbrush, yeah. but it's like, come on. So it's it starts getting around political jokes or social jokes. You tell those jokes because you want to change people. So it evokes things in people. That's what they should be able to do. Now, if they're saying you shouldn't be able to perform, well, that depends what you did. Yeah. Uh, if a company doesn't want to align themselves with you, that's fine. But you can always do your podcast. And um, so I just think it's so much. It really bothers me because it's like. It, this this thing that Ricky Gervais says is so. Th th there's so many holes in it. And I and, and uh, uh, play it, play it. I don't know. I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting. Okay. I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing. Right. Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice guitar lessons, and you go. But I don't fucking want guitar lessons. Yeah, you wouldn't be. There's so many. That's, I'm serious. That's such a false equivalence of. It's so many. Like there's layers to how many things he says that are either untrue, or wrong, or straw man arguments, or just like making up. It's it's. Things. It, there, there are so <laughs> many, and well, I want to go over the holes in it, but yeah, just yeah. from a broader stroke, there are so many. There, you could, I don't even want to say almost, I think you could with an expert in language and you could say, 
their, um, you could almost unequivocally prove that that's, the logic is bad in that. You know, almost factually. There's, there's YouTube videos of people saying things that are not good in public spaces and people walking up to them and blatantly saying, stop doing that. So, like, his premise is false because, like, that does exist of people going up into, quote-unquote, town squares or being in public, seeing something that just turns off at least not even 100% of everyone around them. But it's like, hey, no, like, stop doing that. Like, that's why we have civility in societies because there's certain boundaries where just like, no, like, you're not being a good person tell in me, society right now. Tell me if you're on the same page as me because I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I don't yeah, want, well, yeah. I will use it as an excuse. I'm, I'm a little high. But, um, but, but from when I, was, when I thought about it, I go, well, in the other analogy, I thought nobody would. You're saying things to be heard. You're saying yeah, yeah. You, you have things to be here. If you that would be like if you went it would it would be like if you went in no it's different why you would go in you would go out of your way of course that would be a, that would be a crazy person that would do that but you're saying these things to people to 12 million people you even admitted 12 million people are reading what you're saying so yeah. you know what you're doing mm-hmm. you're not acting like oh I'm going to town square it's like oh no I'm writing yeah. something 12 million people are going to read and I do you always it's say things fault. that people can agree with you? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the, that, other thing that's is the too, question right there. So you do comedy, yeah. That you think is your best comedy could be is when the whole audience agrees with you. Hey, look, I say things that aren't even social or or even not that. Oh, it's just me... complain. He's complaining that people don't like some of the stuff. Where it's just like, well, you can't be mad that some people say, "Hey, this fucking sucks." Like you're yeah, saying a lot of talk shitty. about your art. Yeah, yeah. Someone's someone's you have twelve million people looking at your art, right. and then you're mad people are criticizing your art for being not good and genuinely like not helpful. And you and and again, there's you, a difference too. Sorry to go off on it, but like there's a difference too between just being a bad comic and literally trying to provoke those reactions. Because like I think that's the weird messed up situation we're in now is there is an entire industry of provoking negative reactions. Right. Where just like, oh, I can get money from the, like, I mean, and, our and, former president, and, that's how he made his career, <laughs> of just pissing people off and then getting clout from people who like seeing other people pissed off. And it's, like, not healthy. And he's wrong. Like, there's yeah, so many but, layers but what to I, what I Well, that's funny. That's exactly sort of where I was going to go with it. Even if... We're not arguing, really, that he's wrong or right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we we're, agree we're, he's we're wrong. Going, let's take that off the table yeah. for a second. Let's say you're dead right. We're, but we, what we're saying is, they still, people, you're saying these things, you're saying these things too for people to hear. So, like, I'm going to repeat myself, like, is it just so he wants, oh, I only tweet to the people that are, for to agree with me. You, isn't that what you want? Isn't that a good thing when people hear you and they have opposition to what you say? And, and yeah, a lot of people have a voice now that didn't used to have a voice. Okay, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty... I'm I'm a pretty sensitive guy. I can get really my feelings hurt, and I defend all the forums, you know, sometimes. But overwhelmingly, people can be like we've said, kind. And but it was just that. The, hold on, I want to go down and break his logic because I almost want to go one more time at that because it's so. I don't know why the fantasy of just someone saying that to his face to go. You think that you don't think if I can prove you're wrong, I can prove to you your whole concept of comedy is 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 skewed. Like the people. You have that, that's your, that would be, no, what would that be like? Instead of what wouldn't it be like? It would be like, because outside, 
if, even if it said comedy, you have a right to go in and have something offend you. But you're not going to yell out at a show. People know they can't yell out at a show. But on Twitter, they're allowed to yell out. What should they do with their voice? And Where should they yell, Ricky? Where should they yell? And it just comes down to, to like, actually writing a joke. No, like, everyone I've ever been around, I've you know me, I've been to more comedy shows than any human being should ever go to. Um, I've never once encountered a time, because I've been to shows, too, where, like, people have said iffy things or, like, stuff where just, like, oh, this guy's, let's, let's be honest, all, all of them are guys that are really bad. <laughs> but anyways, uh, just seeing people say things where it's just, like, the crowd just turns on it, where it's just, like, I'm either not going to react or this isn't good. But I've never seen a single crowd hear a good joke, have someone, um, I'm thinking of a specific person that we both know. He had a joke that was clearly tongue-in-cheek, clearly like a joke, and someone acted negatively to it, but then the audience turned on that person where it's like, no, that was a good joke. You just missed the joke. Like, you thought he was being serious. That's on you. But, like, everyone kind of course corrects. So even the same thing on Twitter. Like, Twitter's also its own whole mess. But in general, if you wrote a good joke, you're not going to have an overwhelming amount of people give you negative backlash because of whatever it is. It's like, if it was actually a good joke, people recognize good jokes and say, right. oh, no, this was a joke. You're overreacting. You missed the joke. Right. But if it was a shitty joke and everyone's like, yeah, this is a shitty joke, you can't get mad at that because most people are saying, like, yeah, that was a shitty joke. And then some people have a high tolerance for, like, well, yeah, that wasn't the best joke, but I thought it was funny. Right. And, and we've talked about that on this show a lot. Yeah. And I think, what, and that's why I even thought playing that clip, I thought it's, it's, it's not really something we've talked about. Because for me, it was going in for the slice of, again, not even arguing whether, you know, that, is, that, is that creative? Is that bad? Is that, is that going to stand the test of time? Just the thing of can't they say what they want to say? And then you argue it back and you go back and forth. Yeah. That's my big thing, that that whole thing he says, that whole point, play it again one more time. Because what the fuck? If we're going to dig it into the dirt, we should refresh exactly what he said. I don't know who's... I don't know. I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't fucking want guitar lessons. <laughs> and that voice... When, you, when you're the one that's wrong and you use a dumb voice to represent the other side, oh. Also, you literally can make your Twitter account private. Like, if he right. was worried that much about not knowing that's who was following him, he could make his Twitter account private and just select who followed I, him. I was going to say he could leave <laughs> these on little voice memos that he just stores at his house. Then no one will bother him. Yeah. You know, and what he's claiming, and here's why I hate it. I know why, because he's considering it, it's comedy. So you're right with comedy, but you say things that are social. The things they're coming after you, when you go, oh, I don't like your comedy, you offended me. And stop making everybody a victim. The reason most comedians use the word offended, they always use that word, oh, I'm offended. Whenever they're giving the hypothetical person in their story, and someone came up to me after a show, and they go, I'm offended, I'm offended, I'm offended. But very rarely do they say, I'm offended. You're offended. You're offended that you're a comic, and you want to do what you want to do, and you're offended that how fucking dare they. 
fucking tell me what to do. You're offended. How dare they? You are the equivalent of, of an, a couple at a comedy club that gets told to not talk so loud. How, they, that you, they come in so indignant. Why how dare you? Who are you? Who am I? Who is anybody to think that maybe if you keep an eye on what you do and you learn and you grow that your comedy can... So well, why the fact that somebody... You, do you equivalent... You, you're so offended that your analogy shows how wrong you are. In your analogy, anybody can break it down. To you, it's like, yeah, if somebody pulled over, went, ran over, that's the, they look like a lunatic. They're not lunatics. They're you. Those people are you, and they have their platform. Those people are you. You say what you want, and I defend it, and they get to say what they want. They are you. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When they go, oh, why doesn't everyone shut up? You shut the fuck up, you little crybaby. It's so, it's, it's really cocky. It's so fucking cocky that it, it re-angers me every time I talk well, about it. It's not only cocky, but it's also lazy because it's so much easier to just do things to provoke people as opposed to actually writing something creative. Like, it's hard as fuck to write a good joke. Right. Like, it takes so much, like, that's why everyone loves Mitch Hedberg. And that's why his stuff holds up. Like, it's very, very hard to write good jokes that are unique but it's so much easier to just be like, well, I'll just say something that provokes people and then just play the game after that. Yeah, because not, it's not, not really actually a joke even. No, right. yeah, that's like what, a... yeah, like, it, it's not good, because, like, that's what makes the best comedy comedy is that it stands the test of time, and it isn't just, like, a, a, a flashpoint kind of thing of, like, oh, I'm provoking a reaction right now. It's like, no, this is just creative and has layers to it, but it's like... A, it's very similar it's to not, music. You know what's funny? It's like, always a story and where someone was an idiot to them. Yeah. They're not even jokes. Because I, I think I'm on the same page as you. Hey, there's some things they are jokes and I don't like them. I think they're punching down. But yeah. I'll go, it's still a fucking joke. I know how to say it's a joke, but I don't like it. But it's a joke. I can get. But his are something, and you'll get, I hope, I think I have this yeah, sort of yeah, right, yeah. that style of a lot of those comedians. Somewhere in the middle of their act, put a little reverb in. And, uh, anyway, so when it was them or there or her or whatever, I could... Jesus Christ, I don't know what to say. And then I, I did that. A lady come up to me after the show. She goes, if you, 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 you. And I told her, well, like, eh, 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 eh. it's like, what the fuck? There's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. You just you, you create this scenario and someone came just, up to you. It's, it's Bill Ingvall. It's the hear your sign thing where you're just making up dumb people that you're interacting yeah. with and one-upping. You're one-upping, and, and it's not a but joke. It's not it's, a you know real what it thing, is? yeah. It's your way to hide your opinions it's not a joke, because if you sat someone down on all these issues and goes, well, how do you feel about it? They're not going to score very high in their real empathy. Your jokes represent who you are. Like Maya Angelou said, be careful who you pretend to be. So, you know, they're not jokes, and that's why they're so angry. So they hide behind them. Yeah. A lot of times they're just opinions, which I defend they have the right to say. No, but they're, they're, they're not, and I think that's the weird era we live in right now where it's like, what a quote-unquote comedian is is so many different things now as opposed to, like, no, it's someone who writes jokes. Right. Like, just because you're talking into a microphone doesn't make you a comedian. Right. Like, and, we, and by the <laughs> way, I have, and I'm going to say it again, I have seen comedians, my opinion, hey, my life, I always point out, I've made jokes. I've, I wouldn't do that anymore. Oh, I'm yeah, a little yeah, different yeah. in that area. No big deal. You trim, you trim, you trim, you talk, you trim. It's or good. Or you make new things, too, is the other thing. Like, that's the most important thing is, like, no, you're always creating new stuff. Like, if you're, that, and that's, I mean, speaking of Ricky Gervais specifically. Don't you like, bring him up in this podcast. Yes. <laughs> but, like, he did The Office, which was great, but that was also Stephen Merchant writing it with him. 
And, like, he hasn't done anything good since then. Like, it was very much, like, a just kind of exposure of, like, oh, you're you're good with this other person, but you on your own, eh. I mean, he's he's made money. He's been successful, yes. But, like, artistically, like, The Office is the only, like, thing that stood the test of time of if stuff he he's do, made. If he would be exactly who he is. By the way, and, and he would. plays an asshole in The Office. Right. It's the only thing I'll call you. It's like he plays himself, essentially. If he was to do everything he did, I still wouldn't love him, but if he did everything he was, every part, every slice of Ricky Gervais was him, except the part, for whatever the reason, he had an ironclad rule with himself that he never says, complains about people complaining. He just did yeah. it. Uh, it'd be a, that is, to me, the part that really, you, you understood what I just said. He does everything yeah. the same, but for whatever the reason, he's like, just don't, like don't like your comedy, but whatever. You just do it. You don't say yeah. that. He even makes fun of those comedians. Oh, no. I, I goes, you know, if people have a right. I say what I want. They can yell it back. No, no I'm, you're never going to hear me complaining about that. That wasn't a part of him. But it's a huge part of him. It's what they brand themselves as. No, that's, yeah, that's the biggest issue right now is just the, the complaining of, quote, unquote, cancel culture. Yeah. Just like, well, that's just you having a talking point and being lazy right. and not just actually coming up with anything funny of your own. And who else we got here, Joe? You want you don't do you want to get one more thing? Out should we, yeah, should we just go all in right now? <laughs> well, hold on. Let's. Uh, do we we didn't even put this down, did we? No, no, no. Oh wait, uh, no, that one didn't. Maybe we did. That one, yeah, that one didn't and get downloaded. Let me get a drink of water. What do we have? Play. Uh, There's a second. There's a second oh, uh, there is? theme. Or, right. Yeah, we can do that. Do this you're so smart and big and, and smart and you're so That's big. That's a funny bit, by the way. And you're smart and you're no, so big. No, seriously, me big. and my son. Let's act like we're knocking on your door. Okay, hold on. In picture where we live and next door. Here we door, go. Here's you, take two of yes. Todd right. is my neighbor with a small son. You help my son today get his big wheel out of the mud. And they're both, yeah, and they're and both we very kind to me. But they don't know what to say to me specifically. All they right. know about me is I helped. You helped. And my I son goes, he wants son. to go over and thank you. Yeah. And I don't think it's weird he's saying big, so I'm saying big, but too. No, and that you asked him, you haven't met me yet. For whatever reason, you moved into the house next door. We didn't cross paths. Maybe I was right. I was out Come over. the weekend while you moved in. But I saw, oh, hey, there's... I'm guessing he's new yeah. to the neighborhood, but he's and you're stuck just taking it in. You're Took just standing at the doorway taking it and in. And then, so you came over with your son. Here we go. And then, so you knock on the door. I answer the door, and you're so smart and big. Oh, and hi. Oh, let me start again. Start again. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, hi. Uh, my, oh, I recognize that. You helped my Boy. son. Oh, your son. Okay. That and he just wanted to say how where, smart Where are you guys from? Oh, we're, we live up the street. We just came by oh, to you're say. Near, oh, did you just move in? Yeah, we just moved in. Happy to meet you. I'm Duncan. Duncan, nice to meet you. We just wanted to say how smart. My, go ahead. Tell me Wait, what you feel. My son. Oh. And, and smart and you're, very, you're so are. big. You're so oh, very big. Thank smart you so much. And you're so big. Oh. Uh, so we me? just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling me. He goes, Dad, that guy's so big. He's so smart. You're and now so that I see you, you are big. And you're very I'm big. I'm not that big. I'm very big. And you're so big. I'm honestly and you're average. Smart I'm, and I feel you're like I'm so the most big. average-sized person. No, I hope you're I'm very the most average-sized You're very person. smart. My son goes, he's so smart. Also smart. No, like, I'm... You're so smart and big. And... And smart and you're so big. And you're smart and you're so big. So he just wanted to tell you that. I, you are big. 
I'm honestly not. No, you're not. so smart. You're and so no, big. You're so smart and big. You're so big. I'm so smart. You're right. You're right, son. He is big. You're so big. And you're smart and you're so big. I'm trying to be me, but I appreciate it. Honestly, this is a lot. I got a question for you. Yes? You think your mom is still listening? Oh, 100%. <laughs> no, it's it's honestly disgusting how much my mom loves me. Oh, you know what? I can no, tell. I know, but good. in a good way. In good. a good way. Because you know I, what? I am not if complaining. You I should, am not complaining at all. You know what like, you should do? You should give her a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, play this Joe Rogan thing. Oh, here we hold up. I gotta stretch out. We just did the Ricky Gervais thing. I gotta. And by the way, let's keep. Let's give ourselves a. I don't. I. This could be so quick. I. I want to oh, talk. Yeah, about, yeah, I want to yeah. talk about one. No, no, no. I. I. You can talk as much as you want. I'm talking about me. But I want to talk about one specific thing about this. The Joe Rogan thing. I want to talk about how. Even from a place of calm, trying to be as kind as I can, when when somebody is so off. First thing I do is try to think, can I prove it technically? Is there some technicality to even opinions? I've said that a lot. Is there anything in the guts of this thing? And like I said on this, history is on my side that kids are very smart. And, and again, I feel like I have to say this every time in case someone never heard it before. So, Duncan, you know, just, just give me a second here. I know you've yeah. heard most of this. But I, I think if you, history is on my side. Don't you think I ask myself, I go, why isn't it do I think it? Being honest. Well, Todd, they have their opinion. You have yours. No, I can't say that and be genuine. I think history is on my side. Not in some delusional way. Not in some way I manipulated the truth. Hardcore, clean evidence. The type of evidence that helps you put a bad person away. Detectives that look below. and they, This is evidence that kids, if you look, get out of your own way. Kids are always on the right side of history. They make, they, and it's not a, a jab at old people. You know, they take the brilliance and the wisdom... Well, of the generation before them, and then they take it to the next level. It's a good thing. So these they're saying the exact opposite. So let's play it, and then we'll, and we'll go. How does it happen? How, how do they not see what I see? Young people today, they're out of their fucking mind. They, that's what I'm worried about. These poor fucks that are stuck in the fog of woke. I walk into a coffee shop. I walk in and I ask the barista for an oat milk cappuccino, which is my favorite beverage. And my wife, I ask if she can have a cafe au lait with oat milk. And I say it just like that. I'll, I'll have a uh, oat milk cappuccino, please. And my wife would like a cafe au lait. And uh, my wife is really shy. She oftentimes like, hey, will you order for me? So like, <laughs> I wasn't man answering for her. And uh, the lady corrected me calling her my wife and said, you mean partner? I'm, no, no, this is my wife. This is my wife. Oh. And uh, she would like a cafe au lait, please. Just bonkers. Imagine how crazy you have to be to talk to a grown man and tell him. See, I want to say I don't believe the story, but, no, I'm, but then I lose automatically. But, but we already, we literally just discussed people making up, right. comedians making up, oh, this person came up to me after the show. That's that version of it. That's just, oh, I went to Starbucks and this happened. Like, Do you know no, why that story proves no, it that didn't. that person doesn't get the bigger picture of the And scope? also, if it didn't happen, that's one person. That's not representative right, right. Well, that's, society. That's where I'm going. That's yeah, where yeah. I'm going. Oh. That's okay. No, don't make me feel I know, no. Um, But... That was he talking. What are we talking about? The Starbucks uh, barista saying, "Like, oh, you're oh, oh, not oh. your wife or whatever." That, that 
to me says you don't understand the scope of what this what people it's usually about what people are asking for people are usually begging for their rights or to be heard that you don't get that or I real I thought I was going to say this hypothetically but I'm not somewhere out there that story did happen guaranteed I'm I'm trying to be so why yes, am I yes. sitting here with positivity I know I'm going to even say anything I know to be certain somewhere had to overcorrect somewhere oh overcorrection is overcorrection happen of course it happens so even though I know that story happens I know it fucking happens then why is my instincts instantly to call him out bullshit well, bullshit on something. Bullshit on you either saying you understand the movement. Because if you understand the movement, and that really happened, you wouldn't tell the story. You would, yeah, because you know it would be feeding, whatever you want to call it. I lazily call it saying feeding idiots. You would get it. You would be like, yeah, that happened. But that's most of the, most of the people are asking for reasonable things, oh. not overcorrection. Uh, uh, so, so it's like... It's... It's the equivalent to, in the mid-90s, making up a story about... Uh, so, yeah, I went to my local coffee place the other day, and uh, I, ordered, I, I, I ordered a decaf coffee. Um, and then they said to me, uh, yeah, Haley's Comet's about to visit Earth, and we're all going to be taken up by it. Therefore, uh, I'm not going to make you any coffee. And then um, acting like, oh, I don't know... Uh, Fuck, what was it called? Oh, I had such a good through line with this. Um, what was it called? Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yes. And be like, oh, yeah, turns out they were a member of Heaven's Gate. And, you know, that's the whole next generation is they all believe Haley's Comet's going to, like, pick it up. But it's like, you can use the most extreme example of something and then act like that's the norm. <laughs> and then to have someone like Joe Rogan just verify that. It's like, yeah, that's just like society today. It's well, like. No, oh. you're taking the most extreme version of a made-up thing I'll tell that you, you, I t I just that you offhand heard about. Like, that guy never encountered anyone. No, he did. I'll I know. I just figured it out. E even if he did, but even if he did, he's taking the most extreme thing and using that as, like, a day-to-day -day right. exam example. Where right. it's just like, no, that's not what's happening day-to-day. -day. Like, you're overreacting to something that marginally, if at all, exists. Whether his existed or not. Let's go ahead and say it did. It's cleaner that way. Yeah, let's yeah. Say if, he's, that, if, if that did happen. Let's make pretend, because it does, so it's not that big of a stretch for one second to go, it happened. Um, what I think really happened is why I think when you smell something is because it might take you a little while. And here's what I think with some little bit of digging and some five-and-dime therapy, I think that something really happened, but that you don't want to say on stage. So you make it, oh, this person was asking for too much. Probably you got to ask a reasonable question. I would say most of these cases, most, 90% of the time, you got to ask the reasonable thing. You were told a reasonable thing, but this, what, what happened, you don't want to say on stage because you might not get a biggest reaction because some people in the crowd might even go. So you make up this story of that, because you're too afraid but, to tell what... Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. too afraid to say, what really happened? What were you asked? What annoyed you? Because I don't think it was that. Because, yeah, that's so outrageous that someone... Someone who you're about to potentially tip corrected you from saying wife versus partner. Like, that didn't happen. Sorry, that didn't happen. Yeah. No, no one... I go to Starbucks almost every day. Problematic, whatever. Um, <laughs> but they're the friendliest, nicest people that work there. 
They they know me. They're extremely just generous and like they're the best. No one has ever heard someone say, "Oh, my wife uh, wanted this." And then also, your wife isn't too scared to order at Starbucks. Like all of that's made up. All of that's made up. That guy. Oh sucks. right, he has the. the it, oh, she, oh, could you order my Starbucks for me? I'm too. That doesn't. That person. Doesn't it all exist. could have happened. We get yeah. it. Yeah, but we start smelling. No, all of it's made up. Well, that that's guy a, sucks. That's a good. That's Go a, jump in a lake, and I hope. Uh, no, how to be nice? Hey, look, we got to try to be nice. I at hope the you end. jump in a lake and swim back and, swim and back. feel better about yourself because you got a little exercise and learned. Hey, I should stop making up stories that aren't true. I think there are ways to argue what these people are saying without arguing with what they're saying. In other words, notice we never really talked about. It's you don't it doesn't matter what's on the plate. It's always with me, you know, like we talked about for 20 minutes about let people react. Yeah. I didn't spend much energy saying, well, you know, that is good and that joke is bad. Here's why it hurt people in the history show. No, no, mine was all about just begging can they have a voice back, which isn't as talked about as much. That's why I think if I went on it doesn't matter. Let's let's play you in. Carrie Duncan, Carrie Duncan, Duncan, My show sucks. Well, I was about to say the opposite. The fun thing is, is we haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. We I'm have. Looking, I'm looking. I at know. The board. You're looking at my list. I'm looking at the board. We haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet, and like that's like a whole show in itself that we just did before the gold, or actually after the gold, after the prelude. You're not but hungry. Also, the prelude was great. You're not hungry, are you? I'm never hungry. What's wrong with you? I don't eat. Do you know I almost thought about getting up again and playing drums? <laughs> then it gives me PSD. We need to we need to get you a dog fence. That's I the like next the new edition. homes. They build them with dog doors, like that slide in and out of the wall. It's nice. Thank you. Another thing. I also break. like the new uh, show, Guys Game Night on Food Network, every Wednesday night for the next six weeks, maybe. What is it? Guy's Game Night. It's Guy Fieri. He uh, hosts. Now you watch him a little bit ironically, but yet you sort of like him, or. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it anymore. I, I've seen more of it than people who even like him. Right. But also, I still loathe him because he just kind of represents um, just the d- disillusionment we have more than anything. But it's not his fault. He's, it's not some more him. It's what he represents, I guess. But either way, yes, I watch way too much of him. Did but he has a new show. He does? Yeah, Guy's Game Night. And it's like uh, just a real... Real fun little um, food-centric game show. Uh, the first episode had Bobby Moynihan and his friend from SNL, uh, Brett Michaels and his daughter, and then, um, oh, Ron Funches. Ron Funches was on it with uh, another comedian. I forget her name. 
But, like, it was... My girlfriend and I watched it, and the best part was they have all, the, like, the pre-written, like, stuff for Guy to say. And then um, Bobby and Ron were both way funnier than him, where it was just, like, very evident, where it's just, like, he has his lines, and then they were just, like, thinking on the spot and just, like, ran circles around him, where it's like, oh, this is the difference between comedians and people who are good on camera. Or it's just like, I can read something funny as opposed to, oh, you're asking me to be funny? Yes, here's a funny thing who, to who say. Who are we talking about? Bobby Moynihan from No, no, SNL. but back it up a little more. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, that's right. So, yeah, Guy Fieri was hosting it, but then two actual comedians right, right. and Brett Michaels were on the show. It's harder. It, it, does he, did you ever watch the Supermarket Sweepstakes? Yeah, Supermarket Sweeps one of my favorite shows. And then Guy's, Guy's Grocery Games, that's, like, my favorite okay, show of all time. Since you watch it a lot, how can you tell... Which this wouldn't be something neither of us we you would actually wouldn't yeah. be something you didn't like about him. But I notice he never really says anything mean or this isn't good. So what's the worst thing he does? I think that's part of it is the fact he is so bland in a world that there is actual emotions. Like it, it's you know what show I'm talking about? Like when he eats the food. Oh, you think diners, drive-ins, and dives? Yeah, 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 yeah. Same. Does he no, ever great. say like? Can you ever no, tell? No, he, like, he likes all of it. And then that's the other thing. But that goes back to, the again, my whole issue with him is um, the fact that he is on board with everything makes it disingenuous. Where it's just like, no, all of us have that intrinsic. It's like, no, there's things we like and there's things we don't like. And that's right, okay right. to like be honest about that. Well, and, and, and he just projects as like, no, everything's great. This is awesome. This is gangster. This is off the hook. And just like exhausting at a certain point. If you think about it too much, which I do, because that's just my personal issue. But like, if you if you dive into it too much, you're just like, well, you're being disingenuous because you don't like everything. Yeah. No one likes everything. Um, but it's a net positive. He's not the worst person in the world, right. too. So it's just like a weird thing to get like upset about. But I forgot about him, and I was in a hotel, and I was because uh, you know because without flipping. Well, I flip. Yeah, now, yeah. But it's the it's the ultimate comfort television. Like it's the best right. TV. Todd Glass Show is professional, so it's time to go to commercial. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, listen. We love them. What do we got here? Let's go, let's go through the board. Everyone, lo- That's the most recommended thing we get. Todd, take us through the board. What stuff we don't know of, what stuff we haven't used in a while. Let's call it. Let's hear things from the board. We'll say next. We'll talk about it. Here we go. You're not hungry. What? Okay. Everybody. Okay. okay. 
I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I okay, hope that cool. you're as proud as I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud and that you're learning how important you are. Mm -hmm. How important each person you see can be. Discovering each one's specialty is the most important learning. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you're as proud as I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud of you too. You couldn't have played I hope a better you thing. are proud of the way you're growing, the way you're becoming the unique person you are in this world. Whenever you go and whenever you come back, it can give you a good feeling to be a good neighbor wherever you are. Wow. That was so nice. That Mr. Was like, Rogers, 2024? For president. We have the technology. Oh, wow. Would you be a robot if you could, if they could make you live forever? Oh, 100%. 100%. Seriously? Yes. So what you, all you'd want is your memory. I mean, if, if I could have the... The, the look. The being I currently have of, like, I'm engaged with and can still feel things, 100%. Wow. I enjoy being alive. I know, me too. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like, I, I, was, I was basically, uh, with all the problems that are going on, I feel the same way. That's one of the reasons I want to be here, because I enjoy it too much. Yeah, yeah. I really do enjoy being here, and uh, that's why, you know, I try to do right, make right choices sometimes. No, um, that's, yeah, it goes back to the, we played it years ago, but the uh, Leonard Cohen quote about just being in a state of grace. Yeah. Where just like, there's going to be ups and downs, and like, I'm going to have to deal with all of the bumps that come along the way, but like I want to be in a place where I get to experience that. That's that's the best is being able to experience all of it. You know, I I look. Even if you have a lot, a lot of money, you still have to take care of things. You know, so I'm saying. So, but to me, like, I could see like. In, in this, if, as if you grew spiritually, because I, maybe I should just talk for myself, but what I notice and tend to fantasize about now is living in this, at one point, not here. Like, by the way, I love it here. These are these weird, you know what I mean? Like, if you had the perfect situation, like, to yeah. where, that I realize there's only two things I want to do, and that's my stand-up comedy and hang out with my friends. So anything gets in the way of that, asking the gardener to do something in the yard. It, okay, it's not a big deal. I don't have to do it, but... You know, coming back here, all oh, the electricity went. Thing, I love this. I love this house. And if I stayed in this house the rest of my life, I'd be happy. But in the perfect situation, obviously, because of what I just said, all I want to do is stand up comedy and be with my friends. So if you limit yourself to, like, that's why when I see those homes, those module homes that you can get, like, look, it's where you put it and all that, too. But yeah, what, yeah. I, what I, the part of it, I'm not thinking it all the way through and making that type of decision, but what does become appealing to me is the, that's what I'd want, just clean, just nothing, just there's a place, my dwelling, have a fire pit, people come over, there's nothing to take care of, it's, it's, it's made, so it's just, for the rest of my life, there's not going to be one thing I do. So what do I do in life? When you don't have to worry about taking care of that, you just, you live. And then you just enjoy your friends. I'm yeah. like, that's sort of what I want as every year passes, you know. That's why I sold Lake Arrowhead. 
Because it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, like, I don't yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah. That's not fun. I'd ra- I'll, re- I'll rent a house when I go up there for if I want to go up there for the weekend. Yeah. But so there was that was forty things I used to have to do. Call for this. Call for that. Oh, this needs to be changed. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's a lot of stuff not to have to do. Those type of things, you know. No, yeah, that's a uh, a weird turn that I feel like happens at some point in everyone's life where it's just like you really hone in on the things you enjoy and then you just kind of are able to forget about all the other noise outside of that and like it's different for everyone but like once you're able to kind of find that it makes life a little bit easier because you're just like yeah okay i know what i actually want and aiming for as opposed to feeling like oh there's endless possibilities and it's all of these things and like i don't even know myself it's like no, I kind of have a rough idea of myself. So now, what do I want, and how can I make that happen? Right. Hopefully. But yeah, it's a good. You know, it's. Uh, I saw. I was online looking at these. Those like, there's ten types. You know, there's the ones that are made out of building shipping crates. There's others that. Yeah, you it's know, like the small homes or whatever. Yeah. You're so small and big and. And smart, and you're so big, and you're smart, and you're so big. People need to hear. You're this. so smart and big, and and smart, and you're so big, and you're smart, and you're so big. You're so smart. No, you're so smart. You are. All our listeners. Honestly, keep, you're so smart, you're, and you're, you're so big. big. You're so smart. You're so. Big. You're so smart, you're so smart and smart. big. We don't take the time to tell our listeners. And smart and you're, you're so big. big. Look, I've and seen a lot of listeners. And you're smart and you're so they're, they're, big. They're, you're pretty big. They're big, right? Yeah. You're so smart. And, and our like, listeners. Look, this is an afterthought. You're so you're smart and big. You are smart. And I think a lot of our listeners are so big. And you're well, so big. That's the other thing is like the smartest thing is like, why are you so big? And you're big too. Big. You're pretty big. You're pretty big. You're pretty big. You're pretty big. Yeah. I don't know what you're big. Let's be and honest, you're pretty... You're I think so a lot of our big. listeners are big and, and, and smart, smart and but they're so pretty big. big. But they're also really smart. They are smart, but they're pretty big. He, matter of fact, he thinks the you're bigger so is the bigger deal. Because listen, he goes really, and, really big, I think. And smart and you're so big. Oh, yeah, you're And you're really smart so and you're so big. So big. So big. You're so big. And <laughs> you're, you're smart, smart, but you're so big. But on top you're of that, so you're so smart. smart and big and, and smart and you're so big. And you're smart, and you're so big. Also, Aristotle, cut this part out. For reals. Can we, for no. reals. Um, Can we put music behind that No, try to have no, fun 100%, with it? No, uh, 100%. Uh, what is Truth. 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 Uh, we're at 15% on the iPad, so Ooh. if I If I charge it, if I charge it for like four you know or five what I minutes, think? we'll be good. I think we go till it ends. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. Though, yeah. Just so like guess something what? does that. Like you have your guitar. That's also true. Will you let me? Pl- will you let me play reverb for your voice and be yeah, in yeah, control yeah, yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Farron once tried to. Uh, I heard about that. <laughs> All right. So let's, you know what it is, and you're not, let's talk about this on the podcast. But also, we have I, plenty of time. Then and then, should, should we jump back in? Also, like, that was truth. Yes, uh, I believe you. Topic. See, that's why truth is good. Okay, truth, Aristotle, you can come back in now.
Okay. Um, oh, no, no, we don't have to edit all that out. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I'm fine with all that in. I just, yeah, I didn't want iPad no, no. percentage talk to be on the podcast. No, 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 that's fine. It's fun. It gives us, and by the way, once the, 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 the iPad goes down, it doesn't mean we can't talk for a little bit. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. But, yeah, just want to make that clear because I have a view and um, cannot see it. So, um, uh, oh, shit. Well, let me turn the reverb off. I was going to say, we do have uh, two things we still want on the iPad. We do? Yeah. Okay, hold on. But what were we just talking about? Um, the listeners being so smart. And oh, they so are big. so smart and they're so big. By the way, that's a fun bit. Um, but seriously, uh, truth. Oh, yeah, truth. Mm. Oh, I don't, yeah, it could be a truth. It doesn't matter. So the reason I want to talk about this on the podcast is because then I sort of force you into it. So you're definitely not hungry. You'd not eat. currently. But you'd eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I would. I'm being as difficult as I can possibly be. I would. No, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not like. But you would. Like, okay. Where I was like, I, I'm longing for yeah. food. All right. Well, listen. I think, and then I'll, then I'll probably order something. Um, oh. You like sushi, baby? Hello. You're so smart. Um, let's. Hold on. What did I want to? Oh yeah, yeah. You said there were two things on the board. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, can we play You're So Smart and So Big and then try to find some cool music to put underneath and have fun with it? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we can, yes. That's, We're you, down you've to 14%. Done that We're down to 14%. You're so smart and well, big and, and smart and you're so big and you're smart and you're so big. You're so smart and big and... That was... Good, and smart and you're so big and you're smart and you're so big can you sing a song you're to so this smart and big oh, this is good can you bring his up and smart and you're so big press the and you're smart you and you're so big you're so smart and big and and smart and you're so big you're so smart and big and and smart and you're so big and you're smart hey, and you're so big. We're really happy to see you here. We're glad y'all made it out. At the midnight lounge. You're so smart and We're this so smart, so big band. It's a and smart and We're you're happy so to big. See you. and and you're smart and you're so big. Well, honey, you're so smart and big. Could you sing to this? Hold on, turn the kid off for a second. And you're smart and you're so big. Is there anything that can be sung with this beat? It's too fast. Oh, yeah, no, this is not. This is nothing. Like, try to even count to it. Like, one and two and three and four. Two and three and four. Two and three it's hard, right? I don't know what for on the road. Oop, gotta turn it, turn it back up, Todd. Don't do anything but stupid. We, we do still have two things we need to get. Yes, to let's on the hear. Board. Do you want? Well, well, do Tom Jones. I was gonna say. So, do you want that one first? Because the other one is. Uh, oh, man. So let's do Mike Huckabee. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this is an actual comedian well, I on... I iPad. I have a double charger, but it's just... Oh, there's one here. Yeah, like, the unfortunate thing is 
there's the, the one for the sound, but then there's the one that actually charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, oh. um, this is a little injection of Duncan's uh, world of YouTube viewing. Sorry there was reverb on his voice for 30 minutes, everybody. Whoops. I get happy back here. <laughs> How's everyone doing at home? You're good? Mom, text me after this. Let me know how it is. Yeah, we hope you're happy. Um, so here's a comedian on Mike Huckabee's show. And it ties into everything we talked about. If this is two parts, you better listen to both parts. Either way, um, here's a comedian yeah, doing more, doing the actual thing we were ranting about. My next guest quit writing for late night comedy to become one of the most in... Also, uh, just to preface, he quit late night comedy writing. No, he didn't. He got <laughs> fired. No one quits a good writing job for comedy. No one steps down from writing for comedy on late night. My next guest quit writing for late night comedy to become one of the most in-demand, clean Christian comedians and writers. He's a social media star. He's even no, got he's a not. book that tells the story of Jesus from a comedian's perspective. Would you please welcome back to the show the very hilarious Chris Weinland. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, I should start off with this. I am a millennial, and I am sorry. <laughs> That's right, I, I know you all hate us, and I apologize. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for introducing gluten and gluten-free. That was us. I, I, I'm sorry for everything you claim we've done to you, which is ironic because you also claim we haven't done anything, so. <laughs> Not Make up your mind, you know. Where are my millennials? Raise your avocado toast at me. Who's here? Couple millennials in here. Don't worry, we're friends. I'll see you tomorrow at brunch. Here's, here's the deal. We love brunch, right? We love a lot of things, millennials. And, and that's what I love about my generation. But we have a bad reputation. That's the problem. Because you guys think that we're easily offended and we cry too much. And that just makes me feel like... You're not listening to my truth. <laughs> Gen X's, if you will, Gen X's, that's the generation above me. You guys don't know how to cry, but you do know how to eat snacks. <laughs> that is a statistical fact. Gen Xers are the best snackers in the world. My dad could lose his job, his house, his everything, and I would not see a tear fall from his face but I would see him eat a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> and if you're sitting here trying to figure out right now if you're Gen X, here's the question you need to ask yourself. Do you have snacks in your bedroom? <laughs> if you do, you love 80s music and you are a Gen X. Now you guys are the best snackers, but I'll tell you who the worst snacker is, and that's Gen Z. They're the Pause generation after me. Worst snackers ever. You know, do I have to? I am a little afraid. You know, look, actually, there's some good premises there, and I'm not. I don't want to like someone that's not socially saying anything wrong directly. I'm. I'm. That's not where my venom comes from. You know, when I get really angry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I will say that that 
It's it's just enough with the it, it is a form of segregate. You're just judging people just for the it's, it's so simple. You'll get the to know people. They're born. The year they're y- born the year determines they're born. who they are. There's some commonalities, but there's more commonalities that don't have the boundaries. So it's not yes, you can easily prove that it's true. You can easily prove, oh, that's not true, and that's not true. Yes, there are some commonalities of people that are born in different groups, but it's nowhere near the hard lines that these people draw. And and it is dangerous and it's just common. And it doesn't. He, he doesn't certainly seem like he's you know with some comedians. The, the stuff oh yeah, that, he's not hateful. No, but no, he's, he's not bad. hateful. But it's that. It's why that isn't really even that really bad that it bothers me because it's like enough with the millennials and 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 uh, and, and and this and that. You'll get to, get to know people and there'll be stuff you love about them and stuff you don't like about them. You don't have to go in with these. And you see so many comedians. Awesome, and he just feeds them, you know, avocado toast. Everybody fucking loves avocado toast. Yeah, it's good. He didn't say they didn't, though. But but he acted like it was a new thing. Whereas, like, we discover putting avocado on bread. It's like, no, people have been doing that for centuries. Never ask a Gen Z to go and get you a snack, because they'll be gone in the kitchen for an hour because they're too busy doing a YouTube tutorial. And, and uh, you know what? I, wanna, I, I, I don't see too many Gen Zs here, so let's talk about them real quick. They are the meanest group of people I've ever met in my life. Have you met these people? Gen Z's are mean. They're the reason millennials cry too much. They're so mean. I think if Gen Z's were an animal, I think we'd all agree they'd be Chihuahua. Because because Chihuahuas are only nice to other Chihuahuas. The moment you walk by, they just want to bite your head off for no reason. I don't get it. That's not our problem with millennials. At least we're not that bad. You know, millennials, our problem is we want to be heroes, but we're not heroes at all. That's our problem. I'll give you an example. I saw a guy my age. He had jeans, holes in his jeans that he had patched up himself. I walked up to him. I said, dude, love those jeans. He said, thanks. They're a rescue. A rescue? What does that mean? What, were they going to euthanize your jeans? What, was Sarah McLaughlin going to sing while they're in a cage in the back? You're not a hero. If anything, millennials are not heroes. If anything, we're more like villains in a comic book. We have way too much in common with a villain in a comic book. For instance, we feel misunderstood. We love animals more than we love people. We are obsessed about the environment in a creepy way. And we laugh even when we're depressed. Like that's Joker, Ivy, and the Penguin all rolled into one. And, and villains in comic books, they don't have real jobs. Millennials, we don't have real jobs. We don't have real jobs. Have you ever asked a millennial what he does for a living? He looks at you like he's hoping you give him the answer. And the real answer is we're all Uber drivers. That's the real answer. It's true. We all drive. It's because we're into technology. I feel like technology has changed us. It's made us dumb, you know? Like, have you ever gotten to the store with somebody and you text, you you guys split up, you want to meet back up, you text them, hey, where are you? And they reply, I'm over here. What kind of a text is that? I once went to a grocery store with a buddy of mine. I texted him, hey man, where are you so we can meet back up? He sent me his location via Google map. 
does that thing where, like, when a politician doesn't get you going. Do you know what words, pops up? The address to the building. And I'm in. What does he think it's gonna say? Melon Isle? That's what he's supposed to say. He's supposed to say Melon Isle. And then I finally said, "Man, why'd you do that?" And he said, "No worries, no worries. That's our millennial lingo. We say no worries. We have phrases. My favorite phrase right now is 'That's ghetto.' You ever hear us say that? We'll say it about everything that is not ghetto. We'll be at a coffee shop and be like, 'Oh, you guys don't have oat milk?' <laughs> That's ghetto. How much longer is it? Thirty seconds. No, I'll tell you what. That's not ghetto. I'll tell you what ghetto is." The fact that you're 32 and you still live in your parents' basement—that <laughs> is ghetto. Thank you, guys. I'm Chris Weidman. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? I probably—you know—you sometimes you you know you get you feel like I think I know that guy. I worked with him somewhere. He was so nice. So this is on you, Duncan. Anyway, <laughs> um. Let's. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play Tom Jones. End on a high note. And then we're gonna. No, that's. Believe me, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Well, oh, how much power do we have left? We're at eleven percent. So Shut got, the fuck up. Yeah, we still got some. We got Jesus. some juice. So um, let's play this song. I, I, it's sort of melancholy, a little. I'll probably smoke a little, get some fresh air. Oh. I'm going to eat. Are you, like, are, here's the thing. Are you going to, do you have to run after the show? Or no, like, I'm in a good place. All right, so I was going to say, if I ate, would you stick around? Yeah, Maybe yeah, get yeah, some yeah. light? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But, but also, if you have to go, I totally understand. No, I, yeah, okay. I'm good. Um, it makes me, you know why I, I asked you on the podcast? Because not really what I said before. It's that now I know, like, okay, after the show, what I'm doing. Like, I know what we're, yeah, yeah, what yeah, my yeah. land. Like, if you said, uh, uh, but, but who cares? Um, so this song, um, is there anything else? That was a great Mr. Rogers. Uh, that was a great Mr. Rogers. Um, I always welcome. love hearing Mr. Rogers. I think that's what I maybe will do in my house. Like, just take any pieces of, like, if I have art up on the walls, just paint it clean. And write Mr. Rogers quotes all over. Nah, it might be too much. Forget it. Anyway, um, <laughs> what do you got? Anything? Any anything you want to know about? Oh yes, go. What do you got? Play. This is to his wife. I think it's. I will wait. Who battled lung cancer and died in the morning two years ago? If you call. And I'll stand beside you as long as I can. I will hold back the evening of your son, but I won't crumble with you if you fall. I will shadow the heat of your day And I'll drink from the sweat of your brow I will walk to the tune of your song But I won't crumble 
Kissed two sisters before. I never kissed two sisters. Tom Jones, what a what a what a legacy, what a man, what a living legacy. Those people that are um, this joint is good. We're down to nine percent. Shut your mouth. You know what we you know what I uh, but we I think we realized something during that little break that there was one more thing. Well, we did. Let, let's see if we can because that needed to be edited. But let's see, like play it, play it. It's a good song to let breathe too. I know we're not a, we're not a radio station, but are we though? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. I'd like to explain something to you if I could. We having to do a movie. Yeah, he. It, it's when he when he goes. Hold on. Well, it can, you, it'll be get there pretty quick. Regular show like we do here in Las Vegas. We had to learn about seventy-four songs. Seventy-four. And arrangements and stuff. This is when so he goes like, "Catch you later." And we started doing that thing. We're like, "Elvis, my baby, uh, my yeah, wife just had a baby. Catch you later." But we edited it right to where it's, it's no, no, the, catch you later. Yeah. So you think we could do that? Could we pull it off? What do we have? Nine. It would be, yeah, it'd be fun. We could try it. We'd do it live. We'd do it we'll live. We'll do it live. What we got up next, man? We'll do it live. Get you later. Get you later. Now, where would we start it, right? It get you later, right? Because Elvis, please. Todd, Todd do you want me to blow your mind? Um, let me hear. Do you, want, do you want me to be like the Elvis of uh, editing videos that were downloaded? For we'll you get you later, baby. We'll get you later. What song? Can I? Can we talk about the song that you're gonna sing to close with? <laughs> yeah, we can do both. They're two separate things. No, I know. But I'm yeah, saying, we can, can we? Because or do you have a song in mind that you're already? Oh do? yeah, I 100% know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. Get you later. Wow, where? Did, how did you do that so quick? I just know what I'm doing. Get you later. Bum, bum, bum. Do you okay, want me to let it breathe? Elvis. Get you later. Elvis! 
Please, I need, I'm choking. Get you later. I guess so. We'll get you later. Elvis! Elvis, my wife is having a baby. Get you later. Elvis! I'm choking! Get you later. You wanna go? Elvis! Oh, El away from the mic. I see, I see, I see. Get you later. I thought I had three pieces of gum left. I only have two. Now my son's gonna have bad breath. Get you later. Alice, please, I can't find my medication. Get you later. My husband just spent all of his money gambling, and now we don't have a way to get home. Get you later. Your piano player passed out. Get you later. I was told it was an all-you-can-eat buffet, but they're out of lobster. Get you later. Get you later. A smile, an everlasting smile. A smile could bring you near to me. Don't ever let me find you gone. Elvis. That could bring Elvis. 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 I'm have I, I have a, po a Pokemon card. Do you want to buy it? No, that was. Get you later. Lisa's nice. Lisa's nice. A lot of a lot of celebrities would write you off. You mean you'll buy it later? No, Elvis. What do you mean I'll get you later? Get you later. No, I know. What do you mean I'll get you later? I'll get you later. A smile, an everlasting smile, and it's in the hand. You know who I'm doing? You must. You have to. Seriously, if someone said for a million dollars, who is Todd doing? A bad version of. Do you really not know? I hope you really don't know. I genuinely. Oh, good. I'll, I I'll know. It. I'll know it once you say of it. Of course, sure. of course. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Well, to me, it's funny because I can instantly go. How could you not know? But here we go. It's only words. The Bee Gees. Oh, Bee Gees. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Have you heard? It's only. Yes. That. I was going to say because that makes a hundred percent sense.
What? What it, my impersonation? You, just saying afterwards, it's Bee Gees. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. That well, is, of course. Yeah. That's why when you do it, you have the band behind you. Yeah. Like if you're one of those guys hey, in Vegas, yeah. the whole band oh, is playing hey. the song. Yeah, yeah, And you yeah. go, <laughs> and it sounds good. Yeah. I watched that Danny Gans in, in a Vegas. Oh, yeah, the oh, Man of oh, a Thousand Pressions. On YouTube. Who got uh, killed by the mob. Shh. No, really? Allegedly. That's legitimate. You know why the also, mob guy? Also, I spend way too much time on the internet because I know that's a legitimate conspiracy. No, the mob guy came in and he went like this, and Danny Gans goes, "What if there was a mob guy?" And in Danny, no, Gans I'm not Mullen Brando. Right? He goes, "I'm Mullen Brando." Right? And he pushes his nose <laughs> over, and the mafia guy goes, "Drop it out of the act. It's disrespectful. Crooked nose is a serious thing." And then the guy, Danny Gans, goes, "No, I'm not taking it out of the act." Next thing you know, hey, he's got. Bada bing. He's got a. He's you know they're making the Danny Gans sandwiches because that's what you. the mafia used to do. If they if they really hated you, they'd slice you down and give and sell it as lunch meat. And make you as a sandwich. Like you're not you're you're like a dog, not even a dog, a cow, not even a cow. I should say. All right, oh. listen. We've got the world on a string. And ah, uh, what's this? I was gonna. It's too late now. No, no, right do it anyway. But I'd like to know what you were gonna do right after you finish that last little like. Ah, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Prior to that, back when you did the the Marlon Brando bit. Okay. Right well, when you, you finished. Okay. But you said uh, <laughs> we're still gonna whack anyways. So I was like, I'm not gonna drop it from the air. Okay, ready. Guy came up to me after the show. He goes, "Hey, you the, know that you know when you go like Marlon Brando, drop it out of the act. It's disrespectful." Get your letter. Anyway, right, right. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. That's why sometimes when I when I can tell, and you don't care, you can say, oh, we'll yeah, move yeah, on, yeah. it's fine. I want to know. So I'm like, what would have Well, that's happened? why I fought hard for it. You did. If you it wasn't hard. worth it, I wouldn't have fought hard for it. Let me tell you it. something. How much power do we have left? Four. Six percent. Six. Wow. We could do a whole nother show. This is like the oil from the... You know the Jewish tradition. Oh they, yeah, they, this they, is our this is our eight crazy nights. This is our four percent. Yeah, this is what? our Adam Sandler would be going nuts right now. This would be an HBO special if it was anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that, if it was Adam Sandler, this would oh. be an HBO special. I gotta admit, we love the Sandman. Uh huh. I didn't feel my foot for a while, meaning like I forgot about it. Now I felt it. Then I decide I'm going to eat. Eating is a good distraction. Um, the thing I was going to mention earlier. Did, no, wait. Yeah. Did you see Rob Schneider's impression of Adam Sandler that happened less than a month ago? No, was it good? No, so bad. It was so, like, for someone that knows the man 30 years, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, it's been stuck in my head. It's so bad. <laughs> like, it's it's upsettingly bad. Where it's like, no, you've been in every single movie with this guy, and then this is your takeaway from what he did. Some people do good. Uh... It, it's the one of the, like, just, it's honestly like a hack impression 
but like it's an easy impression and then he just screws it up so bad where it's infuriating and I'm talking about it at this point. I'm using the last 5% of our battery to look this up. <laughs> but I think you're going to enjoy it and I hope I hope this is worth it. I hope for once in my life this is worth it. For once in my life I've got someone who needs me. Someone I hold very close. For once in my life, I've got somebody who cares. Okay, I found it. Woo! Oh my, my god. Voice. This is I had a better voice. In Saturday Night Live, if you had to hang out in the history of David Spade, he's just uh, he's one of those guys if he was in the Middle Ages and like uh, he would make Also Rob Schneider's anti vax and anti Pretty much everything. And the, he's he's not a great guy. Here we go. Ah, 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 handwritten. What line do people most often oh, quote to you right on the street? That's right after this. I get a couple. You can do it. I get that one. That's a huge bitch. Was a big one. But my favorite is you're taking up two parking spaces. And I go, what movie is that from? Here we no, go. I'm you're gonna just shut up. up two parking spaces. I guess I'm doing all this. Do your best, Adam Sandler impression. Well, the, the obvious one of the Adam Sandler impression is that. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Todd can't even talk right now. <laughs> That's a huge bitch! Was a big one. But my favorite is you're taking up two parking spaces. And I go, what movie is that from? No, you're just taking up two parking spaces. I guess I'm doing all this. Do your best Adam Sandler impression. Well, the, the obvious one of the Adam Sandler impression is that. <laughs> but, Somebody um, dubbed it. Adam. No, no, no. This is Rob Schneider on his own channel. This is on Rob Schneider's official channel. He uploaded this video. And that's him doing an impression of his friend of over 30 years. I'm hungry. Well, that was the last thing I had. And this is about to die. So. Should we close with the song? Can I tell you something? I'm thinking, what if I did an impersonation that bad? <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever heard Adam Sandler sound like Like it's the easiest thing to even do like a bad like it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger where it's like you can do a bad one because like that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. We're just like the chopper. You wouldn't go get the chopper. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um I'm I'm a kind person. I don't go after people. You're you have a, a vicious streak, but I've always That's been. That's true. I've always been. <laughs> I've always been. You know, you do what you yeah. want. You do your thing. I'll do my. And I'm busy thing. like. Oh, I do a bad impression. do Adam Sandler. Let's give me give me one minute of Adam Sandler. Oh, you want a you want a minute of Adam Sandler, Todd? Oh, I want a minute of Adam Sandler. Hey, you. I'm Todd Glass. I make the sounds. I play the soundboard. Oh, I'm a Todd Glass. Oh, I'm Todd Glass. I'm over here. You know what? Like, it's not that hard to do a shitty Adam Sandler, and he can't even do that. Mm. And it's just upsetting. People are blessed with different things. Impersonations are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the worst response. <laughs> yeah, you just like defend him. 
who was saying me this character that <laughs> was it? Oh, never mind. It wasn't my idea. And Max, Chad Maxwell is going to actually do it on his on his. Uh, he's going to do it as a. Oh, thing. Chad Maxwell is going to do it on his podcast. Oh, my podcast. <laughs> what song are you going to sing? Um, give me one second. Take your time. Up. Okay. Um, but the song I'm going to sing is by uh artist named Alex Cameron, who I really enjoy. Now, these microphones, you really got to yeah, gotta get a it. present. You got to yeah, get yeah, right yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. So that's part of the setting I'm up. turn is... it up loud. I want, you to okay. feel like, I want you to feel it in the whole house. And thank you, everybody. This was fun. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, The Tom. man of many, uh, you know, he can do the board. He can be the guest. He can be in the band. <laughs> And I hope you're doing good at home. Also, if you just want to, you I don't even have to you. follow me on Instagram, but I if you just want to nice. jump in on Instagram and say, hey, Duncan, you did a better Adam Sandler than Rob Schneider, I'll be happy. Let's have a contest. Um, and then I also want to say that um, to all the great people that tune in every week. <laughs> to all the lovely people out there. To all the lovely people. We, uh, it's fun. What do we do? We hang out. We have a good time. We're not hurting anybody. I never hurt. I never meant to hurt anybody. That's what they, if you're an axe murderer, that's, you can't really say that in court. I never meant to hurt anybody. Most of the people. Never meant to hurt anybody. I just like throwing around axes. Close to people. Look, I only meant to hurt a certain amount of people, but I didn't mean to hurt most people. So is you, do you want so you can strum us for a little bit as we talk. It's well, a professional say, too, just way. Want to, yeah. Yeah. Sure up. See how we're doing it. We go. Yeah. There we go. We start. We go. Boom. But yeah, boom, it's boom. very professional. And like, I don't yeah. know. I'm a really good guitar player. A lot of people have been telling me very strongly. Yes. People come up to me. A guy came up to me the other day. The greatest, the best guitar player. The greatest guitar um, player. I gotta be me. I gotta be me Through thick and through thin I gotta be me So should, should we get into it? Yeah, what song are you gonna do? I'm gonna do a song Alright, hopefully this all gets picked up I think it'll be picked up fine. This is what we're closing with Yeah, this is it This is the big closer So I better not screw it up um, No, you just do you But it's a song called Candy May by uh, Guy Candy Gary. Man, I love it Sammy Davis Jr. You <laughs> can tell I don't listen So you're like, no, Todd <laughs> Just plow, <laughs> just right, plow through. right through it Anyway, Duncan's gonna bring us out of here With the Candy Man <laughs> uh, It's a song called Candy May By a guy named Alex Cameron um, Who's a fun He's very similar to uh, like Randy Newman, where he writes uh, like kind of character based. Oh, cool! Um, What's so his name again? Alex Cameron. Cool. Um, but yeah, he's a really good songwriter, and I don't know, they're fun little songs. Some of like this one, I feel like is a good encapsulating of encapsulating of his writing, where it's uh, it's it's pleasing to the ear, but then you listen or you read the words and you go, oh, this is like a not ideal situation, and this is just. Nice. It's it's well, the let's fun get of songwriting. It, let's get it dark in here. Whenever I'm going to hear music, I treat it like if you... Let's make this room like if you were doing it at a show. The house would be dark, and you would be... I have a little light on you. Let me... And you really... If you can... closer you can get to that mic, the better. 
Thank you, everybody. Tired and I constantly complain about the pain I'm in. But Candy May, she knows me better, yes, she knows my ways. She's seen me naked, she knows I'm packing heat. She has a way of saying, baby, come to me complete. She's my sweet, sweet Candy May. Got me stuck and I wanna stay, but I never wanted to look sharp. Down the bell of a broken heart So I live with a deep regret While I do on the internet And I'm filled with a dirty white guilt She's a brown on a dolly frills She loves me still Sweetest eyes So dark and shining They see a shadow in the vision Then it fades and then it dies Sweetest eyes Candy May Don't think I'm lying I got a flavor in my mouth That never truly goes away That's Candy May So when you see me Candy May And we're walking down the street At a mean pace And she is crying out You effing lonely man you worthless piece of shit You I wouldn't understand Cause Candy May I know she loves me in her own true way You call it as you see it You think you know the score But you just never had a girl like Candy May before She's my sweet, sweet Candy May Got me stuck and I wanna stay But I never wanted to look sharp down the bell of a broken heart So I live with a deep regret While I do on the internet And I'm filled with a dirty white girl She's a brown on the door that frills She's a sweet, sweet candy may Got me stuck and I wanna stay But I never wanted to look sharp Down the bell of a broken heart So I live with a deep regret While I do on the internet And I'm filled with a dirty white girl She's a brown on the door that frills She's a sweet, sweet candy may Got me stuck and I wanna stay But I never wanted to look sharp Down the bell of a broken heart So I live with a deep regret While I do on the internet And I'm filled with a dirty white girl She's a brown on a door that frills She loves me still It's you I like it's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you 
Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like It's you, I...